News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, it is 10 minutes past seven on News Talk Breakfast. Teacher Cleo Radcliffe told the Dáil yesterday a decision on cost of living supports will be made in mid February. The eviction ban is set to end in March. It has been in place since last November. Should it stay or should it go? Paul Murphy, People Before Profit TD for Dublin Southwest, and Carl Dieter, financial advisor and analyst, both join us. Uh, Carl, should it stay or should it go? Uh, well, there's not evidence that it's worked. Um no one believes in an outright ban. So so calling it that actually from the, the starting point is pr- probably a mistake. <clears throat> and homelessness increased while it was in place. Uh, there's not a lot of evidence that it's worked. And there's a lot of victims to a policy like this. So I think when you look at it in the main, what you've got to say is, what are we hoping to achieve? And I think everybody gets the idea that people going into homelessness is bad. But this ban is probably not the best way to approach it. Okay, Paul Murphy, no evidence it's worked. This ban is not the way to approach the, the obvious problem that exists. Well, we now have 11,500 people homeless, including 3,500 children. It is you know, an incredible national scandal. It's record figures. Um, if you trace the evolution of the figures of the number of people homeless, the number of people in emergency accommodation, effectively going into COVID, you had about 9,000 people. You had a pretty full eviction ban in place, and those numbers came down to about 6,000. That ban was lifted, and then it crept back up um, rapidly uh, initially. Then the winter ban has been imposed, which isn't a full ban. It is less substantial. And the rate of increase has substantially slowed as a consequence. And if what is the partial eviction ban is lifted on the 1st of April, we're going to see a further tidal wave of evictions and evictions are the number one cause of homelessness. Carl, how about that? A tidal wave of evictions when the ban is lifted? Well, there's a couple of things there. I mean, you know, evictions did fall over COVID. Equally, a lot of people left the country. People relocated to other areas as working remote became much more uh, of a possibility. But last year we had a good we had good housing supply figures. And really, the, the, the way to fix this isn't to say, like, if I said you're sick, I'd say go to a hospital. If you're homeless, go to homeless services. I wouldn't say if you're sick, go to a butcher. Like, this is a, a backward way of looking at the issue. We fund and have a really decently oiled machine for dealing with homelessness. We should make sure that that stays in place. Uh, When we talk about, by the way, the victims of eviction, there's victims of non-eviction too. So you could have a young couple that are expecting a child. They've worked hard. They've saved. They're buying a house that's being sold by a landlord and someone is meant to have moved out. And now they're in a position where they can't actually move into the home to to make their family form. You've got situations where a couple break up. And now, in order to maintain their family, and they may have owned a rental property, one of the parents needs to move in there, or there's domestic violence, and they need to get away from it. And we're not talking about them, and we're not talking about elderly people who who have high rates of poverty but might own a house, and the okay. rental income is their thing. So there's let, all these victims let, let that Paul, we don't accommodate or, or count. Let Paul Murphy respond to that. Paul, it's, uh, it's a very blunt instrument, and, and there's victims of non-evictions as well. 
Well, the, the main victims I'm interested in are the victims of eviction, because I, I don't believe that there is a well-heeled machine dealing with uh, homelessness, as Carl uh, tells us. He should speak to some of the people who are in pretty horrendous emergency accommodation, speak to some of the kids who are spending a couple of years growing up in hotels and then in homeless accommodation. It's, it's a horrendous way to live. We don't want more people to be in those uh, situations. Like, it's true that the medium to long-term answer here is the question of supply. But the government hasn't taken action. It should have used the period of the winter ban to take action, for example, on the the most immediate thing that could be done is to say, let's deal with the 50,000 vacant homes that have been vacant for six years or more. Let's have use it or lose it legislation. Let's bring them into use in terms of a significant increase in supply relatively quickly. But that hasn't been done. So then we absolutely need to protect people. And I would make a point. I mean, in, in Germany, in Netherlands, in other European countries, it's just the norm that you cannot evict someone as a result of selling a property. Properties have to be sold with okay. the tenant in situ, and that's absolutely correct. I, I'm, I'm still trying to pick my job off the floor after hearing Paul said he doesn't care about those victims. Uh, I, I just find it remarkable that you could be, you could show such genuine potential human suffering. And it is real, by the way. I just, like, they don't keep figures for those statistics. But I can tell you, as someone who works in industry, this is a real issue. To say that you don't care... I, <laughs> I don't even know where to start, but look, fine. I, I didn't say oh, I didn't care, Carl. I, I don't. I didn't say I think that. you said you're not interested in them. Um, I said, I, so I said I what I'm concerned about is people who are actually yeah, homeless. You said, you that said, you're, that you're more concerned said with they're them. getting a well-heeled machine. Have you been to any of these emergency accommodation? Do you know why people sleep in streets, even though even though they're entitled to emergency accommodation? Because they're in wet shelters, they have no drug problems. Look, it's horrendous. For I, them. I'm not going to get into a compassion derby with you. Uh, what I will say and, and continue with, is that there are genuine horror stories how there's a result of this kind of policy and that I think we should deal with it with the things that we have built as a country to deal with it, which isn't to turn around and make some half-arsed policy that doesn't have a lot of evidence, doesn't necessarily work, and, and, and at best is trying to put a plaster on, on a gaping wound. Okay, Paul? We know that evictions ban, bans work. Like that is, you can see the evidence in terms of COVID eviction ban. You can see the figures come down significantly. There's you can a, see it be lifted. There's a causality lifted, causation and, issue there. And you can, you can see it be lifted and you can see it fly up. Well, you should talk to people like Threshold, people like Peter McFerry, people who are on the front line of this crisis. They're all saying, look, there are people facing mass evictions when this eviction ban is lifted. People in Tahani House, people in Rat Mines. There's a protest organised this Saturday at one o'clock at Dublin City Council on, on Wood Quay. Precisely from these people saying we need this eviction ban to be extended okay well great look i mean people on the left organizing a protest there's nothing new there and what i would say is that we need to think about this in terms of what tools do we have that might actually work and the great news is back in the 1870s uh, it was fought hard for and won this idea of the three f's uh, free sale fixity of tenure and fair rent fixity of tenure is the one i want to focus on If you sign up to a five-year lease or a 10-year lease, it doesn't matter if that house sells 55 times during that. You cannot be asked to leave as long as you're paying the rent. And no politician seems to have, they're very adroit at coming up with these great plans of complexity and how we're going to solve this and protest and do this and that. They won't stick to the one idea that people died for to get in this country that still stands today and that would solve this tomorrow. Paul Murphy, last word to you. We have introduced four different bills in the course of the last four years to protect people from eviction on grounds of sale. We think there's no basis for that whatsoever. This is 
their home. Carl represents the property industry. The victims he's concerned about are those who don't get to make more profit as a result of kicking out uh, uh, tenants, <laughs> yeah. being able to hike up yeah. uh, rents, making that, like, people homeless. Anti-capitalism That's stuff, Paul. Well done. And look, you're a politician. Okay. Do you represent the property talking. industry? Do you represent the property industry? Um, I don't know. I, have I been elected to something the way you represent people? I'm just a person talking about this from a kind of a, a professional okay. Do you have a personal private interest in this? Do you have a job relating to the property industry? Of course I do. I mean, it's in my well, job what is it? title. What is it? You, you want to know what I do for a living? Yeah, because I think the, the listeners deserve to know well, when I you're think, saying think, that we have a well News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk. I think the listener knows. This is, I think this the is listener not like does. some great national mystery. But look, let's just finish up. Paul has introduced four bills. What he hasn't done is go back to the 1870 laws that exist okay, for 150 years. You've made but, that you, point. but why make a new bill? Go to what works okay. and, and push we, for it. Carl, we do have to leave it there. Carl Dieter, uh, financial advisor and analyst, Paul Murphy, People Before Profit TD uh, for Dublin Southwest. Thanks to both of you for joining us. Let us know what you think. 5216 at a cost of 30 cents.